Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Rise Podcast. This is episode three, and today I'm going to be covering overcoming anxiety. So for any first-time listeners, this is a podcast I decided to start based on what God put in my heart to motivate, encourage, and uplift people. No matter who's listening, no matter what background you come from, this is for everyone. And I believe that everybody that decided to listen in and check this podcast out, hey, there's a reason for everything. So today I wanted to go over anxiety. Um, This is something that is apparent in everyone, no matter who you are. And there's obviously different forms of anxiety, different levels to it. And uh, we'll cover some of those differences as well. So let's get right into it. What is anxiety? What's the definition of it actually? Anxiety is an intense, excessive, and persistent worry and fear about everyday situations. The symptoms include feeling nervous, restless, or tense, having a sense of danger, panic, or doom, increased heart rate, breathing rapidly, sweating, trembling, feeling weak, tired, uh, trouble concentrating, and trouble sleeping, and the list goes on, right? Anxiety can be minor, and it can be severe, to the point where it can cause panic attacks and so on. Anxiety phobias as well, like social anxiety, separation anxiety, and the list goes on on that. So it comes in many different shapes and sizes. And there are many types of anxiety and causes as well. So another primary type of anxiety is spiritual attack on the soul and the spirit. So I've noticed this in my own life. Like when it comes to like social anxiety, I used to not really have that. I mean, yeah, like stage fright, a lot of people have that. But I'm talking about just like being around a lot of people. That's something that I have suffered with. And I notice as I've gotten older, it's gotten uh, worse in specific ways, like not wanting to be around a lot of people or my like being social with specific, like I used to be social with everybody. doesn't matter who you are. Now I, I've noticed I'm more reserved and more to myself and more um, just re- reserved when it comes to talking to everybody. I'm more of just, my circle's very small. So it's interesting though. I mean, I feel like we have certain degrees of anxiety based on the experiences that we've been through, like especially childhood. In childhood, we're forced to go through experiences that we're not ready for, like trauma like abuse and you know the list goes on we've we've gone through things as kids and adults that causes anxiety and trauma and by going through these things when we grow up or when we go through a similar situation we get triggered by that time where we experience that trauma that triggers this anxiety so throughout life i see that a lot of us we just sweep stuff under the rug And we don't address these issues, these wounds that we carry. And, and we think, ah, I guess that's just part of life. That's just part of being human. I guess it's just normal. Everybody goes through it. I'm not perfect. Oh, well. And we just move along, but we don't question it enough and think like, wait a minute, why do I get triggered? Because, uh, every time somebody yells or why do I get triggered when somebody talks to me in a certain way? Or if I hear or see something like in a movie or whatever, why do why does this trigger me and give me such anxiety? 
One could be, like I said, trauma from your past and you got wounded in a certain way when you were a certain age or what, even as an adult, we can, we all can be wounded, but especially when we're growing up and we basically find ourselves in a place where we're just like, man, I just get triggered every time something like this happens or, or when I watch a specific type of scene in a movie, like, or whatever, you know, or maybe a specific person brings up this anxiety, but there's those types of it, uh, triggers. But we also have to be aware that these anxieties also is from a spiritual realm that we can't see. We live in the physical, obviously, and we live everyday life using our five senses, but we also have another sense and it's of the spiritual that we can tap into. And God allows us to tap into this, but it all ties into the subject that we're talking about. And we need to realize that even though we live in the physical, even though we uh, use our five senses, there's another realm and a spiritual realm and a spiritual war that we cannot see or not see like the physical that we're so used to. But there's a spiritual war. And the reason for that is because in the beginning of time, you know, God made man and woman, which I kind of covered in my last episode, and he had intentions for us to live and prosper and live according to his will, God's will. He had a beautiful plan and intention for our life, for our lives. Once sin got into the equation, that's when sin poisoned us and actually separated us from our Heavenly Father, because then we were not holy anymore. We were not cleansed. We were not righteous but we started to be infected by sin. And this disease we call sin has diseased the whole world that we see around us today in all kinds of things. But ever since Jesus came and died and resurrected for us, that's when he built that bridge and he filled that gap. So we don't have to be defined by sin, but defined by who he created us to be, which is a reflection of who he is. So sin, what that causes is a lot of side effects, just like the physical world that we live in. When we sin specific type of sins, like doing the Ouija board or, a tarot, or the tarot cards, or we're getting your palm read, or seeing a movie that has diabolical meanings and messages, that all plays a part. There's different degrees where sin can affect your life. And just like anything else, what, what food you eat or what you inhale or what you digest can bring a rather a positive impact on your life, on your body, or a negative. The same thing happens when it comes to the spirit realm. If you receive God's truth and stand firm in his truth and make him your foundation, you're going to bear good fruit. But if you indulge evil, barbaric ways of living and indulge in specific types of sin and live by those things, you're going to bear spoiled fruit. You're going to bear not so nice things and pretty things. People always say, I have bad luck or I always end up doing this or I have, I'm so clumsy. Or, I, I, I fall into the same exact problems or, or circumstances. Man, I have bad luck. I'm, I must be cursed. Hey, don't take that lightly because whatever you do and what type of life you live, that's the fruit you're going to bear. So going back to this, I really wanted to you know, bring that up because it's important. You know, it's, we take it too lightly. Like, oh, I have this anxiety going on and I have this issue going on, but I, I guess this is just normal and everybody goes through it, but we don't question it enough or address it. But I wanted to share with you guys some truth 
so you can counter every time anxiety comes at your door. And sometimes anxiety, you know, it could be, sometimes we can have normal things happen like, oh man, I have, I have a driving test coming up, man. And then you start to feel a little anxious. And you know, that, that's a different degree. I think that's a human, you know, a normal human feeling when it comes to minor occurrences of anxiety. But when it comes to you sitting in your room or sitting at the dinner table, you're having dinner with your family, everybody's in a good mood. And then all of a sudden, for no apparent reason, anxiety comes over you. Like somebody just walked in the room and just put a cloud on your head. So how do you explain something like that? You know, there's some things that we can't explain. That's when you get to realize, man, there's something else going on here. I need to question this. I need to look into this. That's when you ask God, God, what is this? Where is this coming from? Why do I suddenly feel anxiety when I was in such a great mood just now? Nothing triggered this anxiety. Nothing. So, so that's how you know there's a spiritual world around us that we can't explain. And things happen and we don't question it enough. So I really want to dive into some truth because we sweep it under the rug. Too many times we, we are passive and say, ah, I guess this is part of being human. And we don't counter it with truth. We don't counter it with a fight. So some verses that really stood out to me and fight against anxiety because it could be overwhelming. It's scary. You can be in a panic attack. You can be experiencing this once in a while or every day. You can't even sleep. It really depends. I mean, everybody goes through it at its at a different degree. But these verses that I wanted to um, emphasize starts with Romans. So Romans chapter 8, verse 31 through 32. What then are we to say about these things? If God is for us, who is against us? He did not even spare his own son, Jesus, but offered him up for us all. How will he not also with him grant us everything? Another one is Psalms chapter 2. These are all verses that can feed your mind and spirit truth. So when any enemy, any evil spirit, anything that's coming against you that you don't know how to fight, you stick to this truth because this truth is eternal. No giant, no enemy is bigger than God. No adversary is bigger than these truths that are written in the word of God. So we're going to jump to Psalms chapter 2, verse 12. All those who take refuge in him are happy. So God is the source of your joy. No matter what anguish or what circumstances you're going through, God makes you happy. He's the source of your happiness. Whenever you're down, he can bring you up, no matter what you're going through. Another good one that I wanted to read in Psalms is Psalms chapter 94. Let's jump to that. Verse 19. When anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought joy to my soul. So whatever I was going through, God, however down I felt or defeated I felt, you were there to rescue me. And that's the truth that's written in God's word. Whatever comes to your door, God is always with you. He will always shelter you from whatever comes in your way. We don't realize it, but our mouth and our words have power and it brings life or it brings death. Before I continue in these, these verses focusing on truth, and to how to fight anxiety. Haven't you noticed like, you know, when somebody gives you a, like a, like a positive compliment or says something nice about you or uplifts your spirit, you can really, you can actually feel it. 
like you can feel you feel whatever the the person said about you they'll say something like oh wow you look you look really handsome or you've grown so much wow you're so big and strong or man like or say if a father is you know comforting his son saying man you're dangerous you're a warrior you're so courageous i'm so proud of you i delight so much in you son i'm proud of you keep it up or you know words of encouragement those words have power like God even said in his word that we have power in what we speak. It brings life or death. So don't take it lightly, you know? So also on the negative side, when it comes to, for a perfect example, when it comes to bullies, which those are ones that I struggle with a lot to show mercy to, because man, bullies, when they speak foul against, especially when, you're, when they're kids, because there, there can be all kinds of bullies, no matter what age you are. When somebody bullies a kid, for example, and says, ah, look at those sneakers, man. Where'd you get that from? You get that from the dumpster? Or, oh, man, like, look at you. You you have a funny-looking face. Nobody likes you. You're never going to have a girlfriend. You're never going to have any friends. Look at you. Sit at that table over there. We don't want nothing to do with you. All that for verbal abuse has power, but it has a negative power. It has power to destroy, to humiliate, to bring down, to curse we have power to bless or to curse with our mouth. It's very powerful. So that's why, and it makes me really sad to talk about this, but it's the truth. That's why so many kids have killed themselves because they were bullied. And it's interesting because they come from a loving family too. They have their mom, they have their dad, they have their siblings. And based on the interviews that were, um, from these families, what they said about, you know, they're just so confused when it happened and just shocked. Like, how could this happen? And we, we were, you know, he was in a loving home. We loved him. We showed him love and we, we cared for him and he was such a happy kid. And now he goes all along and kills himself because of this one bully. This bully stripped our little boy away from us. That's how you know words are, are a big deal when it comes to cursing or blessing. It really affects how how we live and how we see ourselves so that's why it's so important to speak truth to focus on truth and not only speak truth to others speak truth this is the point that i'm getting to to speak truth over yourself because you can do that you can focus on truth and say you know what and look yourself in the mirror i don't care if this sounds cheesy look yourself in the mirror and say you are loved you are worthy you have purpose Let's knock this day out in Jesus' name. Let's do this. I'm loved. I can do this. Whatever anybody thinks of me, hey, if it's not positive or if it's not aligned with, what, with how you see me, God, I reject it. I don't accept it. This is how we need to take hold of our lives, of our self-worth. And I speak to myself. This podcast is not just for you guys. It's also for me. As I'm sharing this with you, I'm sharing it with, with myself. I'm speaking to myself. So we all need to look ourselves in the mirror every day or speak truth over, over ourselves so we don't get defeated in the day and then go to sleep defeated. No, we need to take charge of the truth. Take charge and speak that truth over ourselves so we can conquer. God wanted us, he meant for us to conquer and dominate, not for anxiety to come in like a thief and, and rob our joy. No. So let's keep going over these truths so you can meditate on them focus on them and live your life differently. So then once you speak that truth over yourself, 
then you can share that truth with others so they can be uplifted because there's a lot of people that need help. A lot of people that need uplifting, encouragement, especially when it comes to that bully example. That's one of the many horrible, sad things that, are, that, that has happened and, and that are happening. Little kids taking their lives because they think they're a failure, because they think they're a chump, because they think they have a funny face or ugly and they're not loved and they're never going to have any friends and they just don't fit in and then they kill themselves. That's the, that's the ugly truth. That's why we need to take hold of this truth and counter all these negative things that are happening around us and all this, these lies that are fed to our brains every day. Counter it with truth. So the next verse I want to get into is 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 6 through 10. It says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that he may exalt you at the proper time, casting all your care on him because he cares about you. Verse 8, be serious, be alert. Your adversary, the devil, is prowling around like a roaring lion, waiting, looking for anyone he can devour. Resist him and be firm in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are being experienced by your fellow believers throughout the world. Now, the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ Jesus, will personally restore, establish, strengthen, and support you after you have suffered a little. We're all going to go through suffering. We're all going to go through our hardships. We're all going to go through pain and grief and loss. And that's a part of life. But God never meant for you to go through it alone. He always, throughout the Bible, he always shared and reminded us that we're never alone. We always have him by our side. And even though most of the time we can't pick up his presence with our five senses, there's a sixth one, there's another sense that we can. But we need to take the time, make the time, intentional time to spend time with them. You don't even have to say a fancy prayer. You just sit down alone, quiet down the world around you and say, hey God, I don't really know what to talk about, but I just want you to know that I want to be with you right now and spend time with you. So I'm just going to sit here quietly and just wait for your voice. It's that simple. It's that simple. There is no one that is not qualified for this, to hear God or to be with God or to say a cool prayer. No, just come as you are. Come as you are. No matter what you've done, come as you are and say, God, I don't know what to say. I don't know how to pray, but you know what, God, I open myself to you and I just wait and sit here and listen and, and, and I just want to spend time with you and sit with him for an hour or however long you need and listen for his voice. He can speak to you through thoughts, through even audible. I would love to hear him that way. He can put pictures in your mind. There's different ways that God communicates. We just need to take the time and sit down and just listen. Another verse that's really powerful that you could really cling to and hold on to is in uh, Philippians uh, chapter 4. Let me go ahead and jump to that. So Philippians chapter 4 verse 6. This is a really powerful one too. So it says, Don't worry about anything, but in everything... Through prayer and petition with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So that's saying, share your heart with him. Let, like, share with him what you're going through. He knows, but, but let him know, hey, I'm here, and I'll, I just want to share my heart with you and let you know, hey, I'm going through this, and I can't do it alone. And he listens. He's always there listening, waiting for you to come to him, because he's not a God that makes you do anything you don't want to do. That's the most amazing thing about God, too, is that even though he knows what's best for you, he still allows you to just choose. He's so unselfish. 
that he loves you and he knows what's best for you, but he still gives you the ability to choose what you want. So another verse as well, another truth that will help you overcome anxiety and overcome the lies of the enemy and the lies in your mind running through your head, making you panic, is in Second uh, Timothy. So in Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, For God has not given us a spirit of fearfulness, but one of power, love, and a sound judgment, a sound mind. So anytime you see yourself facing or hearing thoughts telling you that, oh, you're not going to make it, or thoughts telling you, what are you going to do? You just lost your job. You know, you're not enough. You're not going to be able to overcome this. What are you going to do now? Are you going to do this? Oh, what's going to happen here? Oh, you're going to lose the house? You're going to lose all your belongings? That is not God's voice. That's how you differentiate. God stands for love, peace, joy, righteousness, slowness to anger, kindness. He's selfless. He stands for good. And this is how you'll be able to differentiate the voice of the devil and any evil spirit that's trying to destroy what God is trying to establish in your life. And between that and then God, which he stands for all those things that I stated. When a voice is telling you or a thought in your mind is telling you, oh, man, you're not going to make it. You might as well just give up. Why are you doing that? It makes you feel dumb. It makes you feel stupid. It makes you feel like you're wasting your time and your energy in something. That is the biggest lie. That's how you know, you know what? This isn't me. This is negative and it's not coming from God. So I do not accept it. And you got to take charge of that. Because if not, you're just going to sweep it under the rug like we all do and just go on with life and allow it to abuse you and to lie to you when we should be taking charge and focusing on the truth and knowing who we are and our worth. So I really wanted to share those verses. So anytime you're feeling anxiety or you're feeling overwhelmed or you don't know how to fight it, go to those verses. Go back to those verses that I mentioned and meditate on it. Read it over and over again until you believe it in your heart, until you believe it firmly. And then the next time anxiety comes at your door and tries to bring you down or make you panic about something, and say, oh, you're not in control. What are you going to do? Of, of course we're not in control. We were never supposed to be in control. God is in control. So I wanted to walk you guys into a prayer. And I just want to let you know that if you're not really, if you don't believe in God, if you've never even taken that step or, you know, this is an opportunity, not only for you to fight anxiety, if you don't really, if you don't have a relationship with God or you feel like you're too far gone or you've made so many mistakes that you don't feel worthy, those are lies from the devil. The front, those are lies from the enemy. Like, don't listen to those thoughts and, and, and those voices in your head telling you, nah, you're too far gone. Look at everything you've done. You're not worthy of God and his kingdom. That is a lie all the way. Everybody that comes to God as they are, are loved and accepted. Everyone, no matter who you are. So if that's you and you want to make a decision for your life to change and to overcome in life and not just kind of like limp in life, then I want to guide you into a prayer. You can have everlasting life, everything you'll ever need in Christ and God, and you'll be a son instead of a sinner, a daughter instead of a sinner. That'll be your new title. 
you won't be labeled by the world anymore, but you'll know who you are and who you belong to. So I just want to walk you guys into this prayer. So just anybody that wants to fight against anxiety, against any adversary or enemy, and you want to give yourself to Christ. So just repeat after me. Father God, I come to you. I thank you for always being with me and for me. I completely surrender to you. I choose to focus on you. Right now, I surrender all my fears, all my worries, all of my doubts, all my anxiety. I repent for my sins and submit them to you, Father. Replace these things with your love, healing, strength, restoration, and joy. I accept you into my heart. In the name of Jesus, anything that is not of you, God, I do not allow or accept in my life anymore. I disown all evil and unrighteousness and any curses or generational curses pass down to me from my family line. In Jesus' name, I am yours. Let your will be done and not my own. Amen. So anybody that prayed that, I bless you. I bless you with life, with peace, with joy, with restoration in Jesus' name. And everybody that didn't, that's fine. I bless you in Jesus' name. I pray the best for you. Just know that you're loved, you're taken care of, and no matter what kind of anxiety attacks or anything that you're going through, you can fight it. There is a medicine and a cure for all these things. And it's, it always comes and links back to God. So use these verses, use this truth, so you don't have to fight it on your own anymore. But you can hold on to Him so He can fight your battles for you. All you can do is your best in life. And the rest that you can't do, because we're all human and we, we're not perfect and we can't, we can't do everything, that's when you turn it over to God and be like, you know what, I did my best, Father. I don't know what else to do. I leave this to you and I choose to trust you. Do those things. Start living and speaking and walking in that way. And things will change. You will overcome. So I just wanted to leave that with you guys. I hope this encouraged someone today. I hope this helps somebody today that has been overwhelmed with anxiety, with worries, with fears, not knowing how to fight it. There is always hope. So keep that to heart. Keep that to mind. So if, if you don't already know, I have a, a Instagram page that, um, that lines up all my episode or my podcast episodes. It's rise underscore podcast 1111. Go ahead and give me a follow. If you have any requests that you'd like me to cover, I'd, I'd be happy to. So go ahead and send me a direct message. And uh, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. And I hope this blessed you today.
Take care.